Bug Jargal by Victor Hugo, Chapter 37 Meanwhile, the march continued. This army, which had presented so curious a spectacle in camp, had a no less extraordinary appearance under arms. Sometimes a horde of almost naked Negroes would come along armed with clubs and tomahawks, marching like mere savages to the notes of a goat's horn. Then would come regiments of mulattoes, dressed in the English or Spanish manner, well-armed and disciplined, regulating their pace by the roll of the drum. Then a band of negresses and their children, carrying forks and spits. Then some tagrag bent under the weight of an old musket, without lock or barrel. Griot with their feathered aprons, griots dancing with hideous contortions, and singing incoherent airs to the accompaniment of guitars, tom-toms, and balafos. This strange procession was from time to time broken by detachments of dwarfs, priests, cicatras, mamelukes, quadroons, free mulattoes, or wandering hordes of escaped slaves with a proud look of liberty on their faces and shining muskets, dragging in their ranks well-filled wagons, or some artillery taken from the whites, which were looked on more as trophies than as military engines and yelling out at the top of their voices the songs of the Grand Pre and the Wanasse. Above their heads floated flags, banners, and standards of every form, color, and device. White, red, tricolor, with the lilies, with the cap of liberty, bearing inscriptions, Death to priests and nobles, long live religion, liberty and equality, long live the king, down with the metropolis, Viva España, no more tyrant, etc. A confusion of sentiments which showed that the insurgents were a mere crowd collected together, with ideas as different as were the men who composed it. On passing in their turn before the cave, the companies drooped their banners, and Biasu returned the salute. He addressed every band either in praise or censure, and each word that dropped from his mouth was received by his men with fanatical respect or superstitious dread. The crowd of savage soldiery passed away at last. I confess that the sight of so many brigands, which had distracted me at first, ended by wearying me. The sun went down as the last ranks filed away, and its rays cast a copper-colored hue upon the granite mountains to the eastward.'